Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Eight o'clock hour kicking off here where Dallas Cowboys season never dies. Babe Laufenberg at 840. Hollywood Hellman. Oh, he played the whale for Dave mm-hmm. and not Babe. Dave. Well, I had to wait for you to finish. It's it's a double whale, you know. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> there it is going across the fan cam. Dave Hellman is coming up at 920 from FS1 here on your home of America's team. Where overnight, we got some rumblings. We got the pot simmering a little bit over there in Frisco. Five assistant coaches let go. George Edwards, Leon Lett. Skip Pete, Joe Philman, the offensive line coach who we thought McCarthy really liked, and McCarthy's eyes and ears, Rob Davis, who didn't really coach anything, but he was kind of Mike's right-hand man, according to reporters. Does this mean anything? Does it mean anything? Or does Jerry just want to say, look, I pay and have way more assistance than anyone else in the league. That's time to cut down this payroll a little bit. This is ridiculous. Or are they letting people go and biding their time to work out something else? I don't know. Uh, Logic, I guess, or conservative logic would tell you it's just Jerry Jones cutting down payroll. Crazy speculation that I'll throw out there is Arizona hasn't made a move. We're still waiting. Denver hasn't made a move. We're still waiting. We're getting conflicting reports that Sean Payton is going to Arizona and he's going to the Broncos. Why hasn't Dan Quinn been announced? Why hasn't Kellen Moore been announced? Diana Rossini says there's a team sitting back waiting for dominoes to fall for a plan of action to take place. Dak Prescott is our biggest question and our biggest issue The only way to improve that, we found out yesterday, you're not going to deal him because of finances, would be coaching. To have a quarterback genius, a QB whisperer, come in and take Dak Prescott to the next level. Mike McCarthy has still not had his end-of-season press conference, which teams usually do, within 24 to 48 hours. So my wild speculation is that this is Jerry really trying to hit the whale sounder. He's heard us saying that this is now the show of whales. And this is his Sean Payton moment. I'm going to put it out there before it actually happens so I can look like a genius. Damn. That's a that's a Barrett Sports article if I heard, yeah, heard yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, what it'd be, a, a, it'd be a what, seven sentences. What, none, what, a, what a rant. None, uh, none of that, what I said, sounds crazy. It's the only it's the only other explanation. It's the only other explanation besides Jerry just cutting the payroll. That's the yeah, only I other mean, explanation. Now, why not just f- fire McCarthy along with everyone else? Well, 
you gotta you gotta get the Sean Payton deal and compensation done first. You, you're assuming that Sean Payton actually wants to coach here and doesn't want you know and doesn't want just the allure of the thought of it. He wants to be here. To bo- I mean, I, I know everybody says that, but like, yeah, maybe and maybe he does. Maybe he does. What, um, what was the? Uh, uh, but he's not gonna have control here. Sean, uh, Sean has that very famous line about the Cowboys coaching job where he says, you know, when you're the coach of the Saints, they know you in New Orleans. When you're the coach of the Cowboys, they know you in China. Right. Like where? that. That's one of those things where China, China, China. Um, but no, I think he's always been enamored with this job and the thought of, man, I can go there and I can do what my mentor, the guy who, who really brought me up, Bill Parcells, I can go there and do what he wasn't able to. I can finish that job, and I think it's. I think it means a lot to him, just in terms of his resume, in terms of the notoriety, but also in terms of like the fulfillment of his own career goals and and things like that. I I think that Dallas has always been his dream. Yeah, and it may be. I just don't think he's going to take a take a job where he doesn't have full control. His and, son's and, here too, and he'll never have full control, like in the Metro. Yeah, place. yeah. Like we're, uh, I don't know if he still is, but as of last year, he was on staff at TCU. Yeah. So like. You gotta, you gotta, you're gonna, is Jerry gonna give up control? You know, I, I just don't see that. Well, Steven and Will giving up the control. Them too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, that, that, that's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of power to yield. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen. That's just my wild. And, and I think that, you know, there's a number of reasons. Jerry giving up a first, Steven giving up a first round pick, Jerry paying that money, and Steven and Will giving up control. All those things lead to this probably not happening, but, that's my that's my wild theory that would make sense. It's a it's a, I mean it's a fun theory and it's I I can't say how else are the, you going to get better at quarterback? The only other way, the only other way that they have to be thinking that Dak can take the next step is with coaching. And if Sean Payton came here, Kellum and Kellen Moore was retained, let's just say Kellen Moore ain't calling these plays. That tells you they think Sean Payton would be a better offensive mind than Mike McCarthy. That tells you that because Kellen Moore ain't calling the plays if Sean Payton's here. Uh, so that someone would have to convince them in that room, coaching, coaching is the only way he can take us to a level that we're real Super Bowl contenders. Who's who's the like? Let's say, let's say that's his thought, and let's say it's not, but it's not Sean Payton because they don't want to give up draft capital, or whatever else. Like who would uh, who I would mean, a name would you be? Give a, would you would, give would they John Robinson for Sean? Payton? Would, would they do that for? Would they do that for Dan Quinn? And we need to have a Dan Quinn elevation discussion here before he goes somewhere else, too. Or would this be... If I put out a poll question right now, Mm -hmm. retain McCarthy, elevate Quinn, trade the assets and pay for Sean Payton, what would win from the Tolos? I would... Choppy, would it be... You're good at guessing. I have my guess. You go first. I'm terrible. I think I'm terrible at guessing this one because the, 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 the... The love for Dan Quinn is is, I mean, look, he's a he's a really good coach. But my goodness, I mean, everybody keeps saying he took the Falcons to the Super Bowl. We're, we're getting this guy coaching actually won one. What McCarthy? He actually won a Super Bowl. I know, Bowl. but in RJ logic, Dan Quinn won one. You're not gonna oh, I, I knock agree. him for twenty eight to three. I don't need he to know it. the final he, score when the score is twenty eight three. I don't need to know the final score to know who the better team is. I think the vote would be basically split, or maybe a little bit more towards Dan. If I put if I put out those options right now, I, I didn't really want to because I felt like the McCarthy thing was over with after they beat the Bucks. I wasn't even going to ask Jerry before he ditched us on Tuesday. But 
I kind of want to do it now with McCarthy's right-hand man getting getting let go. I think that poll question would actually end with retain McCarthy as the winning option because I think what would happen, I think you have the faction would be split in between retain McCarthy or don't. Like that would ultimately be what the question would look like to people. And then I think you'd split. Well, I'd rather elevate Dan Quinn or well, no, I'd rather go get Sean Payton. So I think you'd split the people who don't want McCarthy and then just you'd have one option. Yeah, for so like, but but the, the problem is if you were to add both of the Quinn or Payton, it would far exceed yeah, if you McCarthy. if you just split it up as let keep McCarthy or elevate and add it as one option is trade for Peyton or elevate, elevate Quinn, Quinn, that would get voted higher, I yeah. think. Yeah, and, and 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 I would I would keep McCarthy. That would be my choice. Um I'm not giving up assets for a coach. Unless it's Sirianni. I wouldn't give up assets. I wouldn't give up anything for him either. I wouldn't even give up a stuffed crust pizza. <laughs> I would give up not a hot and ready. Not nothing. I wouldn't give up anything. You wouldn't for give him. up Bijan Robinson for him. All I right, would not Bobby. You can re- you can keep McCarthy, or you can fire him and promote Dan Quinn. Um, you. I I think what McCarthy did this and year, you, and you'd be losing Quinn if you retain Mike. Here's here's what I oh here's what I think. I think Dan Quinn would be a better head coach. I think that McCarthy did enough to earn another shot though so i, I kind of I, I guess i would say keep mccarthy okay and lose quinn yeah but even though i think that quinn's better just because like you you don't have enough justification it, it would have to be like pure pretext to be able to fire him would be just to say well we we had to we were doing this or what like i think that given what he did this year you can't let him go he earned another shot okay I, I agree. I, I do think I do think the odds on favor in this poll is going to be Quinn or Sean Payton. I, I think that's, I think that's that's clear. I, I, and I disagree with that, but I think it's clear that's what the poll will be. Ooh, the fan text is already chiming in. It is heavy in favor of Quinn. Promote Dan Quinn and fire Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's what's happening. Smoke. A little bit of smoke. All the smoke. 877-881-1053 is the truckwreck.com text line uh, and now the article that came out 105 through the fan.com as soon as he walked out of the studio yesterday that had Bobby seething Peter King longtime football writer went on the game in San Francisco and told them that if he was starting a franchise right now he would rather have Brock Purdy over Dak Prescott quote and that sounds totally, absolutely insane, mm-hmm. but that's the way I feel. In eight NFL games, Purdy has not fumbled the ball. He hasn't only not lost a fumble, he's not fumbled the ball, and he's only thrown three picks. He's the perfect quarterback for a team that has a defense like the 49ers. That's why Brock Purdy can be the opening day starter at quarterback, regardless of what happens on Sunday or beyond. Yeah, I when I start talking about my franchise quarterbacks, the first thing I address is, does he fumble? <laughs> <laughs> has he fumbled? If he hasn't, he can be my franchise quarterback. I know. That's what I, no, look, we've, I, we've, 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 that's, this is jumping the shark. I'm, I'm pro Brock Purdy. Like I, I, I said the whole time, like I thought Brock Purdy would be better than Garoppolo. Like I think he's the perfect fit for what they do in San Francisco, but you're just starting an organization. Peter King talks to enough people around the NFL that he knows there's not a single of the 32 NFL teams that says, give me Brock Purdy over Dak Prescott. It's not happening. They're, they're, you're talking about nine months ago. Nobody wanted to draft him until the very end. I agree. This is this is stupid. Choppy overreaction. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely an overreaction. Now there is, 
There is a fumble argument uh, out there to be had. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, of course you take the, the other no, side. <laughs> oh, I'm, not taking the, I'm just saying, like, like, you know, quarterbacks with a, you know, historically, uh, you know, quarterbacks with a fumble rate of X amount, like you know, Michael Vick, right? Mm-hmm. He fumbled in like 85% of his games. Uh, it has more to do with hand size, but quarterbacks that have a high fumble rate per game, obviously, don't turn out to be good quarterbacks. That has nothing to do with Brock Purdy. Just, you know, it's not nothing. Well, it's not the first. It's not the first thing. eight things we talk about for our criteria. And if uh, Peter wants to narrow it down and say, okay, who would be my quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers? Fine. If you want to make it that narrow-minded of a discussion, fine. Let's have the most conservative dude. But you can't say that if you're talking about drafting a QB and starting over. You take the guy capable of making more plays, the playmaker. And, of course, that is Dak Prescott. Ridiculous. Yeah, the o- the only thing, I mean, the main thing for the Purdy over Dak is the contract. That's it. Yeah. That's what it is. And now, would I rather have a quarterback on a rookie deal or a non-elite quarterback at $40 million? I will take the quarterback on the rookie deal. But shy of that, I know you're smirking, but it's true. Like, he's it, <laughs> he, he's not elite. You have to admit that, right? Like, what's your, like, is if the definition of elite is, like, the very top tier, like, Mahomes, no, he's not that. But if you're just saying elite in terms of, like, a top 10 quarterback, he, he is, is that. Top, he is a top 10 he quarterback. Is that. He is a top 10. But but that, I don't put that, I put elite, I think Sean puts elite in the same category. I mean, I've been the leader of this period on Dak forever, so I'm glad you're yeah, finally joining He's never over. been elite. He's always been really good. Paul uh, Tolos, you swap OCs, then tell me what you think. Kellen is what's holding this team back. Uh, CT, he's not wrong. We've seen Dak's ceiling. Dak can't even reach that high point anymore. Uh, jumping on that shady McCoy train clicks for days. Peter needs people to get uh, to read his articles. Uh, a third-string rookie is doing something that the star-studded roster of Dak and company can't do. He's right. Purdy's played better, and his contract is as cheap as can be. This is a bit far, but if he takes another win, it might get him there. Peter King would also take Cooper Rush over Dak. So uh, the majority of <laughs> Tolos are laughing at Peter King. Yeah, you you can't t- like you cannot say Brock Purdy's a better quarterback than Dak. Could you say that uh, his level of play commensurate to his contract is right. better than what Dak's is to his? Yeah, you could say that. And, yeah. you know, you'll, you'll have $40 million to spend elsewhere. And I, I could see the logic in that, absolutely. Yeah. We could have a discussion over that if you want to include the deal, yeah. the would contract. You, would you rather have an average quarterback at basically free yep. or uh, a top 10 quarterback but not elite at, at expensive? And, and there's there's your discussion. Yep. But nobody with a straight face could ever say that Brock Purdy's better than Dak Prescott. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. You want the final word? Uh, no, I'm just about ready to retweet Peter King. Don't do that. Why? How did that tweet not get him fired, though? I don't know. I'm going to retweet it. It wasn't like from 1984. From, that was from, from like 11, 12 years ago. 11 or 12 years ago. That's crazy. That was before we were just getting rid of people for everything they said. 877-881-1053. Truckwreck.com text line. I want to I wanna unleash a little college kegger. RJ Choppy has just been itching. He's just sending college football news every single day. So I think we need a surprise college football kegger. And is Bally Sports finally dead after what happened yesterday? Next on The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now Natchez with a lane. Natchez with a seat, and he does it again! Marty Natchez ends it in overtime. Carolina, 3-2 winners in Dallas. Babe Laufenberg is coming up at 840. Hollywood Dave Hellman. We need to get Dave on a Zoom. because I want to see what he looks like without makeup. Or does he oh, have yeah. makeup on already? Maybe he does. Out in California. You ever see him at training camp? That's what he looks like without makeup. <laughs> no, I want to see if he's not wearing uh, makeup. You know, I, uh, he has his eyebrows threaded. You know, and... you know, I knew we knew Dave Hellman before you, right? Yeah, we did. Did you? Yeah, I don't. I don't think you did. No one knew who you were before three years ago. Your mom did. (laughs) You know what? I'll allow that because of my mom jokes towards Bobby. I think you're allowed one or two returns. That's just my one. One I've wanted to do it like four times. Like, uh, I was like, I'll throw that one. 877-881-1053. David Hellman coming up at 920 this morning. But that was the call. The Stars lose. Same exact way the other night that they lost. What a matchup against Carolina. They lose 3-2 in overtime. They're still atop the Central Division, but they're 3-9 and nine in games that have gone beyond regulation. Jason Robertson scores again. 33rd goal, and the 19-year-old rookie got his 13th in Wyatt Johnston. But that brings us to local sports TV, because we have to get that audio from the other city. What's going on with Bally, Bobby? So, Bally is in uh, a little bit of a world of hurt. It sounds like this was a uh, story yesterday from Bloomberg that Sinclair Sports, which owns Bally, uh, prepares bankruptcy, putting team payments at risk. So they they talk about how with the cord cutting and all the issues with cable that they have lost a ton of money. They're now trying to consolidate everything, get these debt payments in order. Um, but they have this one line here uh, at the end of the where is it? He talks about that. Uh, in bankruptcy, Diamond, which is the parent company, another name for Sinclair, uh, would have the option of ending contracts with teams, potentially cutting off crucial industry revenue while also allowing teams to reclaim their media rights. So this could send like everybody's media rights, particularly baseball, obviously, where Bally has a ton of deals in place. Yeah. This could send everybody's local TV media rights into a frenzy, which in theory could include the Mavericks and the, the Rangers. And Stars. Yeah, stars too. They've, they've and they've got the, the, in the article they talk about. There's this weird in, as they try to create revenue streams and stuff. There are these weird suggestions like uh, offering packages where you can pay to just watch the last two minutes of games. 
You can pay Ooh. for standalone games. What? Like, oh, let me purchase for two ninety nine this game tonight. Okay. But like, you know, for even cheaper, oh, you can just purchase it and it won't become available till you till two minutes left in the game. Huh. Which so is a little weird, but well, a lot of people say um, uh, you don't have to watch anything except for the last two minutes. I, I guess the the big question for me is: Do we get a better Bally replacement, or do we just get the same exact problem with Bally gone and a, and a new provider? Same problems. It, you you probably wind up having similar problems, like the uh, the Dodgers, for example. I think they were on a, a station called Prime Ticket. That's what it was called, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. There was a time where you couldn't even get Dodger games in L.A. The Yes Network, so Cablevision in New York is the big cable provider. They were not on Cablevision for years. Like, you could not even watch Yankee games in New York City if you had, you know, on the Yes Network. Um, you know, baseball's got a larger issue with that because they blackout games more than any other sport. They ought to just end the blackouts, make it simple. Everybody just gets it on the MLB TV app. You know, you could do something like that. But this also might lead and throw in and, and create an opportunity for teams to create their own TV network. You know, like more teams have, the, you know, Nesson or the Dodgers or the Yankees network or what are the Mets, SNY. Shout out to uh, Tolo Sabino Martinez just tweeted, stop to get gas. I heard 105 through the fan coming from a car parked on the opposite side of me. I yelled Tolo and he said it stands for turn it on, leave it on, somewhat imitating Sean. So shout out to him. And he said his name was Jose. So shout out to Jose and Sabino, except for your right. dumb imitation. <laughs> um, no, the the other interesting note here, they yeah. said that as the cable TV business. Because this has been a disaster. Yeah, I, like, I mean, you can't you can't have, like, think about how large this media market is and a large portion of the fans here, even if they wanted to, cannot watch the Rangers. All the Mavericks. They All can't. And they mentioned here that because cable TV is is struggling in a lot of ways and these rights deals, like you say, would this get any better? It might not, and because of that, one of the things that Bloomberg notes here, it says some sports and media executives are warning that teams and leagues are going to need to start accepting smaller rights payments going forward. So basically, like, local TV deals may have peaked, and we're looking at the future of that going down, which means league revenue going down, which means salary caps and other things going down. Well, then that is that is terrible news for uh, hockey and baseball. Like, mm-hmm. baseball doesn't have the, their national TV package it's it's you know locally they make way more money uh, than nationally they 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 make good salary you know good amount nationally but locals where the money's at. All right, he's been sending articles this week by week. I said it feels like you know it's. I think we need to go ahead. I need to go ahead with a surprise edition of RJ's college football kegger. College football. All right, so this time of year, we've already gone through. Um, the early signing day. You got a secondary signing day coming up here in a couple of weeks. Usually it's the week of the Super Bowl is when the second signing week is. Is that when Bronny signs? Well, maybe. Who knows? That's a good question. Uh, but I got a few things, uh, you know, from the transfer portal uh, to go on. TCU uh, has been given an A-minus grade for their work in the transfer portal, uh, which is which is very, very good. They've done a really bang-up job of being able to get uh, transfers in. Now, they got all the Bama transfers, but they lost the LSU quarterback. They lost the LSU quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, Walker Howard, with Ole Miss. Yeah, they flipped him for like a day, or, or there was the thought that he, that he was going to go there for about a day. Yeah, so he went He went to Ole Miss with Ole Lane Kiffin. Um, you know, they did um, they, they did get a wide receiver to replace Quentin Johnson and JoJo. Uh, they got him from Alabama. 
Uh, they got a couple of players from LSU and Florida as well. So it was a really good job by TCU. Trey Sanders, former like top five recruit. Yeah, and then uh, Avery Helm, and then um, a receiver from LSU they got. Uh, Oklahoma, though, is another team that did a tremendous job in the transfer portal. They were seen as alongside – I mean, Florida State is known as the biggest winner of the transfer portal right now. I mean, they got just about everybody. Uh, but after their first losing season since 1998, that's what Oklahoma just suffered, uh, they addressed both sides of the ball. They got a defense that finished 89th in points and 82nd in yards per play allowed. Uh, they got a lot of guys this year. Uh, they got a player from Oklahoma State, uh, from Wake Forest, from Notre Dame. Uh, they they just bring back a, a player from South Carolina uh, who was at Oklahoma originally and then wound up leaving. So good on Brett Venables uh, for recouping that uh, that team because they needed it desperately. And now I'm waiting for you to get to the trouble, the panic. And now we move to College Station. Mm. <laughs> so last week, the 45-day transfer window closed. 1,200 FBS scholarship players entered the portal starting on December the 5th. The window is closed. If you look at it, Texas A&M lost 25 scholarship players. Ugh. 18 were blue chip recruits. This is from Bruce Feldman. So it's mm. true. Wow. 18 were blue chip. Eight were top 100 recruits, including five-star Denver Harris and Chris Marshall. Seven of the 25 they lost were freshmen from their top-ranked 2022 recruiting class that cost them $30 million. So basically, these kids took the money and ran. (laughs) Took the money and ran. Wow. They're leaving A&M in droves. They can't wait to get out of there. You think they'll chant about this? You think they'll come up with a a funny yell (laughs) about this? No, they'll put a banner up. (laughs) We we lost the most recruits in 2023. Get everyone a ring. Get everyone a a college ring to wear. Man, you pay Jimbo all that money. You pay out all that NIL money to then have 25 scholarship players go, peace. And and his old spot, Florida State's dominating the transfer portal. Dion crushing the transfer portal. A&M's losing everyone. They took the money. They ran. They probably didn't get all of it. They They probably only got what they were therefore uh you know but good news they can't fire him that easily uh without a buyout that's uh that's great news for them boy i think you're seeing the trans or not just the transfer portal the nil though is also making it a lot more easy for there are a lot of big names that went back for their senior year this year in the draft like that nil mm-hmm. money not just you know how it's it's causing all this transfer portal jumping but it's also like keeping players in at school longer because they don't feel the need I, I heard a story recently there was somebody who was interested in in jumping to the draft can't name the player can't name the school school said well what where do you think you would go player told them where they thought they'd go they said okay here is the slot money for that for that position we will pay you that much we'll get you an nil deal for that much money so they paid him equivalent to what he thought he would get going into the draft to keep him in school what happened with this uber eats story last night duquesne and loyola chicago that was a uh, that's a sister gene you know, you know, always in line for a free lunch. Maybe that was hers. Maybe it was her Uber Eats delivery. So what had happened was this game's being played at Duquesne. Uh, and on the floor, they all of, all of a sudden just stopped play. 
because there's a guy walking on the floor <laughs> with a bag and a logo that says Uber Eats. Secured the bag. We'll let it go into the bench, and Loyola would take over 10 minutes before we get a stoppage. And we've got an official's timeout. And somebody came on the floor on the far side looking for an Uber Eats delivery or something there. He's carrying some McDonald's. Oh, this has to be one of the all-time I'm greats. actually not kidding. No, I, no, I this think, is the I truth. I think that's what's happening. This guy's in the corner. looked like he – was he going to deliver the, the McDonald's to somebody on the court? Come on. Can we rule that out? He's <laughs> – <laughs> I mean, I think that's an Uber Eats sticker. Is that I, what that is? I'm trying to get confirmation. I, yeah. Uber Eats, yes. Maybe I'll put my hand up. I'm getting a little hungry. You can bring it over here. So we saw the stoppage. The, the man was usher. Let's see if we can see this. No, this is going to be the turnover in the there corner. He is, there, right there, there he is. There he is. Like, yay, yay. So this a, guy is actually, who's he delivering it to? The ref. The, the, the ref said later. Give it to me later. Not I mean, now. Philip Alston's done a lot. I didn't think he needed a Big Mac for sustenance in the middle of the game. I know, but I'm not, well, the official out there, Tim, he, he distanced him like, I didn't say now. Later. That's got to be unbelievable. That's got to be something that the highlight shows are going to have a blast with. This is fake. This is a Super Bowl commercial. There's something set up here. It has to be something set up. It, it, the, the play How by, did the guy get in the arena? Exactly. How did he get in the arena? How did he get down to the lower bowl? How did he get onto the floor? Come how on. did he get onto the court? Like the amount of security layers this dude had to go to. And then how did the official order Uber Eats? Come on. This, this is fake. This is a commercial. You guys remember those commercials back then? I don't remember who they were for. Gatorade or whatever. It had the ball girl, the foul ball that she, like, jumped. Oh, and yeah. And it, sat, it looked like a lot of people thought it was a real bo- broadcast. Or the one where Evan Longoria reaches back and grabs the ball from yeah. hitting the, the reporter or whatever. It feels like one of those commercials. A reporter has just tweeted something. The Tolos are sending me this. Josina Anderson, she just spoke with one of the Cowboys' assistants who said he was absolutely shocked. Dan Quinn is confused. Let's talk about it with Babe Laufenberg, who joins us next on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sean, RJ, and Bobby coming at you here on 105.3 The Fan. David Hellman, Hollywood Hellman, rejoins the show in the station at 920. 
We have a lot of things still taking place in Frisco. Bobby, the purge continues. Yep, we just uh, we just got word from uh, Todd Archer, another assistant who will not be back, Kyle Valero, who has been with the Cowboys for nine years. And so. he did what? Uh, he was qu- offensive quality control. Um, he used to be the assistant wide receivers coach, but he's been on the staff doing stuff on offense for several years. So George Edwards gone, Leon Lett, Skip Pete, Joe Philman, Rob Davis, apparently Mike McCarthy's eyes and ears. That was Rob Davis. They were all released yesterday. Someone tweeted Josina Anderson and said, uh, could George Edwards just be leaving with Dan Quinn? Josina said, no, I just spoke with Edwards. He said when he found out yesterday, he was shocked. And when Dan Quinn spoke to him after his Cardinals interview, DQ expressed confusion. Babe Laufenberg joining us on the Diamond Factory Hotline here on 105.3 The Fan. Good morning, babe. Good morning. I'm confused, too, just for the record. <laughs> <laughs> what do you make of all this? You know, I, I think we, at least I, have to kind of let the dust settle and figure it out. I will say, since you guys are talking about George Edwards, I, I can't vouch for all those guys. I mean, I, I'm not in the building. I don't see him on a day-to-day basis. But I can tell you, George Edwards is a really, really, really good coach. As a matter of fact, I, I'm surprised that George Edwards hasn't gotten some interviews for head coaching positions. He, he's a smart guy. He's a good coach. And, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if it's a personality thing. You never know. But uh, what's, what's odd to me is, you know, this is a 12-5 and five football team that won a playoff game. You usually don't see that kind of staff turnover on those teams. Yeah. Um, you know, Sean McVay had a similar staff turnover with the Rams, but that was a 5-12 and 12 team this year, right? So it, it's kind of baffling to me a little bit, uh, all that's taking place. So, again, I, I'm going to have to kind of let the dust settle, and then th- there are going to be some answers at some point. And uh, we'll we'll go from there. Do you think some of it might be Jerry, for lack of a better term, just trimming the fat? I mean, they they have twenty seven coaches, and you know, I, I I couldn't find a number of league average, but you know, I saw an article you know a few years ago that there were teams that had fifteen coaches, and you know, the Cowboys have twenty seven. That seems high. Yeah, I mean, hey, I don't think they're hurting for money, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, this isn't a fire sale, so. And you're going to have to replace him. You're going to have to replace an offensive line coach. You're going to have to replace your linebackers coach. Um, yeah. So it, it's not like, okay, well, we got rid of that position. Nobody else has that position in the NFL. You're going to have to hire a new offensive line coach, right? And now they had an assistant offensive line coach. Will they, will they elevate him? Not quite sure. Kyle Valero, who Bobby just mentioned, he was kind of an assistant to an assistant type deal. Um so it, it, it's interesting and, again, a little confusing for a 12-5 and five football team. Babe Laufenberg here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby, 105.3 The Fan. You know, everyone wants Kellen Moore gone, okay? You, sure. We rely on you for the X's and the O's, you know, top three scoring offense in back-to-back years. Can you give us your evaluation yeah. <laughs> of Kellen Moore's X's and O's and whether he's too conservative whether he's, you know, what's the problem with Kellen Moore? Or where is Kellen Moore really, really good in your eyes? Just give us your OC assessment. I think you, you start with what you just said, which is it's funny because it's a, it's a top three scoring offense in back-to-back years. Usually, mm. you don't say, hey, let's get rid of that guy. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm a little, t- uh, you know, tickled by that. Um, 
they did not have the offensive weapons this year. It's almost a, you could say it's a testament to his OC ability because, I mean, let's face it. I love Noah Brown, right? Great kid, hard worker, special teams, all that. He's a fourth or fifth receiver. He's a guy, if you lose three guys, you can plug him in. He can play all the positions. He shouldn't go out as your number two receiver. And effectively, that's what he was this year, right? I mean, Michael Gallup came back. He wasn't close to being what Michael Gallup was a year ago yeah. uh, coming off that knee injury. Um, Zeke Elliott, I mean, we, we saw what that was. He, he's got a great name. It's like the Cowboys uh, of the, the 90s there. And you saw these great names on the back of the jersey, right? Oh, man, there's Troy Aikman. Oh, man, there's Michael Irvin. Oh, man, there's this guy. Oh, there's that guy. But they weren't the same players. And uh, Zeke, just he's just not the same player. You know, I'm hoping we find out he played through an ACL tear or something. Where you say, okay, well, that explains it. He'll be back next year. But, you know, he, he clearly is a declining player. Um, so you, you look at San Francisco's <laughs> offense, right, and their skill position players. And can compare them to what the Cowboys put on the field. Uh, I think Kellen Moore may be the genius for getting out of his offense what he did, as opposed to Kyle Shanahan. But schematically, you don't say, "Ah, oh, this this doesn't make sense," and you know that that's off, and this is too conservative, or this is a problem. Like with Kellen Moore's schemes. Um, no, I, I don't really look at it like that. And there's so many. I hate to say that I don't want to say different schemes, but for lack of a better word, San Francisco does things totally different than other teams. You know, so many offenses are are different. They kind of all come from a little bit of the same place starting out, but then they, they veer off and they change and they evolve. But Hey, a quick example, the the interception Dak threw to Michael Gallup, that, that ball is going to get picked off. That route was run so poorly. I don't care if it's Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, you throw that ball, it, it gets picked off every day that ends in Y and twice on Sunday because of the route. Now, it's on Dak, and Dak, to his credit, or maybe to a fault, <laughs> he said, well, I took three hitches, and I got to get it out quicker. And yes, you'd like it out quicker, but if it was out quicker, it's still intercepted. Um, so anyway, the long and short is, ultimately, your guy has to beat their guy. You know, you're going to get, you're looking for the one on one matchup, right? They rush four, which San Francisco did. They got to cover five. That gives them seven guys to defend. That gives them two guys they can double up, right? You can take, you got seven to cover five. It's a, it's a math equation. You find the one on one matchup and you go to that guy. But if your guy can't beat their guy in a one on one matchup, it's going to be a long day. And I know people say, well, scheme the guy open. And, and that happens occasionally during a game. It happens a ton in college, right? You see guys five yards open. But you go back to that game. Can you think of a play? I know there was a deep post to Gallup, but can you think of a play in your mind where you say, wow, Dak missed him, open receiver, missed him? Well, people pointed to the T.Y. play. Yeah, I went back and looked at the tape twice, and I I love the Dan Orlovsky, here's what you do, and you scheme this. And, you know, if you were on Twitter, I know you got talked about it, I think. Right. And that's great. You're going to show me one play out of whatever, 70. Right. And and here's the other thing. I, hey, I've got C.D. Lamb on a linebacker. I yep. don't care if it's Fred Warner. I mean, that's a good matchup. Yeah. Right? I mean, so the notion that, oh, my God, what's he doing throwing against a linebacker to your best receiver? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's not such a bad deal. 
And again, I always say to the two easy places to play quarterback from are 200 feet in the air where I get to sit right as a broadcaster and all the other people do. And your living room where you're on the couch and you see replay and you look and you go, Oh, that guy was open over there. But uh, yeah, there, there wasn't a whole lot there in that game that, that Dak did not get to. Babe, you uh, you said there a few uh, minutes ago, Ezekiel Elliott is clearly a declining player. Is Michael Gallup a declining player? Or is Michael Gallup just still struggling to bounce back from an injury? I think it's the latter. Um, now, let's be honest. He was never a number one receiver. Sure. But th- those injuries, you've all seen them. You come off of an ACL. You play the next year, but you're really not back to yourself until the following year. So we'll see what Michael Gallup becomes this year. But clearly he was not, again, you, you don't need to be a genius or look at the tape or any of that to, to know he wasn't the same guy this year that he was last year. Zeke, on the other hand, I mean, he's taken 2,000 hits, literally, right? You're going to be a declining player. Michael Gallup isn't in that same category in terms of taking physical punishment that diminishes your, your physical skill. But you definitely try to find a number two. Receiver? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You look at the good teams, and they've got a, they've got a two, and they most of them have a three, right? Um, Cowboys this year really didn't have a two. I mean, would you agree? Yeah. I agree, yeah. You just said Noah Brown. Yeah, that so, means they didn't have a two. Yeah. So it make, you know, makes it harder on Dak, makes it harder on your play caller. It's funny because everybody thinks Kellen Moore loved 12 and 13 personnel, putting all these tight ends on the field, and he didn't have a receiver. <laughs> you know, why do you want to bring their nickel guy in to cover your third receiver when their nickel guy is going to be better than your third receiver? So I, I, I think you know, Kellen was, to me, a little bit hamstrung. And the job that he did, again, I will take the other side of that and say, Look at the skilled talent that they had and and at times, you know, couldn't really run the ball. And you're third in the NFL in points scored. I mean, that's pretty good. Babe Laufenberg here on the fan. Oh, sorry. I just got to say quickly, you know, we were flying back from, well, San Jose, technically San Jose, not San Francisco, but after the game. And Christy sits next to me on the charter. That is where taken off at whatever time it was, I, I said to Christy, you know what I really hate about this? I said, we are going to have to talk about Dak for another year. Yeah. Is he elite? Where is he ranked? Yep. And then Peter King comes out with taking Brock Purdy, and I'm like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Well, that was that was the final question. Uh, yeah. What's his next step? Like, you know, if, if you were quarterback coaching him or they just asked you in the hallway, uh, you know, where, where do we take it from here? Is, is it reasonable to have a discussion that, they should look for an upgrade or, or, or a way out possibly in, in the thought that Dak has hit his ceiling and, and this as far as the Cowboys can get with him because he was the number one reason that, that they lost that 49er game. What, what's his next step of, of development? It's a very good question, and it's one that organizationally, I think you have to take a good, hard look. You can't just say, oh, we're good here. Yeah. Yeah, we're good here. Um, you got to figure out, can this guy – take that next step and it's a difficult thing but I'll, I'll quickly um look at the two teams in the nfc championship game and they're not there by fluke i think if if we objectively looked at the nfc and said who are the two best teams i believe the two best teams are playing on sunday yeah 
Would you agree? Sure. Yes. The quarterbacks aren't supposed to be there. <laughs> they drafted Jalen Hurts when they had Carson Wentz and gave him a big contract. And obviously, they, they traded up to get Wentz at two and all that stuff. And you're like, what are you doing drafting Jalen Hurts? And then, boom, look look what happens. San Francisco, same thing. They draft a quarterback. I don't know if I don't know if Brock Purdy will be the long-term answer necessarily, but if I were coaching that team, he's certainly starting for me next year in training camp. Yeah. He's going to have to lose the job. But they, they both had backup plans. Mm. They also both made bold moves in the offseason and then during the season. You know, Philadelphia trades to get A.J. Brown. San Francisco trades to get Christian McCaffrey. So it, it may be time for the Cowboys. I know when free agency starts and all that, that's a time for them to sit back and you know, let everybody else do their thing, and then they, they, they go to the bottom of the scrap heap and find the, the leftovers. Well, maybe time to make a bold move. Mm, what a way to end it. We appreciate all the fun, the insight, the time throughout the entire season, and we will be bugging you again soon. Thank you, Babe Laufenberg. <laughs> okay. At first, it's not bugging me. I love it. Thank you, guys. I, I appreciate all your stuff this year, and we, we text – Usually the night before, say, hey, what do we want to talk about? So I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much, man. Babe Laufenberg, great throughout the entire season. Final hour, Hollywood Helmet at 920. Uh, the Tolos responding to what they want the Ooh. Cowboys to do at head coach. Someone says they're taking Daniel Jones over Jalen Hurts. And did Philly just prove that they have the best fans in the division? Final hour, Thursday edition, next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.